Whew. Oh, it's windy out. Oh, there we are in the greenhouse. A safe refuge from an enormous amount of uh, wind. Well, hello again. Uh, it's me, James Max, with your Dirty Fingers podcast. And, uh, well, welcome to a very windy, windy garden. And a, I don't know, I've got to do some stuff indoors. It's too... Oh, my God. What the f***? What the f*** is that? Jesus. Oh, my God. It's like an elephant has just sh- on my Jesus. Hello and welcome along to Dirty Fingers, the brand new podcast from me, James Max. Broadcaster, columnist and now gardening... I was going to say expert, no expert, but that's part of the podcast. It's all about trying to encourage you to get into your garden, me to get into mine, and to do some gardening. Growing some vegetables, growing some fruit, just generally perhaps some plants and flowers and whatever else we can, just to keep ourselves excited and thriving through lockdown. Well, if we don't, we'll all get mad. Anyway, so from my garden to yours, let's get our fingers dirty. Hello and welcome once again to Dirty Fingers, the podcast with me, James Max, where, quite frankly, uh, you and I have to get our fingers and hands dirty in the garden to stop ourselves going mad during lockdown. You know that. It's the podcast. We're back. I'm back. Look, uh, it's really windy outside. I don't want to spend very much time out there. I will go out in a few minutes time. However, I have an admission to make. So I'll deal with my admission. There are some things, however, that need to be done in the greenhouse because things are just getting a bit overcrowded. But what I guess I'm trying to do in the greenhouse is I'm trying to now prepare it for what's going to remain in here during the summer and what's going to be removed and then how do we prepare it. Because until now, I've been growing loads of stuff that then is going to be sort of going outside and all that sort of business. I've now got to sort of clear things away because we've got uh, cucumbers, which are growing really well, by the way, some tomatoes, which I'm going to keep in here, some tomatoes, which have gone mental because they've been here for a while. And then I've, I've still got a few things just to shift outside as well. So there's, there's stuff to do. So today, I thought what I'd do is I'd talk you through how to prepare a tomato to stay indoors. I'll also talk to you about uh, how to deal with some aubergine plants. And, uh, oh, hi, Barnaby. Barnaby's coming. It's too windy from outside. He wants to come and have a little schnaffle. And then what to do with the, the cucumbers and things. Um, but it's looking, it's looking good in here. A little bit overgrown, so I think I've got to do a bit of trimming my bush. Don't start. Right, let's deal with the aubergines. Now, the aubergines have been grown from seed. Not, however, by me. They've been grown from seed by my neighbour up the road because she had too many of them and said, well, look, can I give you some aubergines? I've just grown too many. And this is what happens with a lot of gardening is that you plant stuff from seed and it does way better than you think it's going to. And then you end up, oh, there's no room to move in here. Barnaby, just get out. And then you end up with, you know, these plants, excess plants, instead of killing them off, give them to your friends, give them to your neighbours and then swap because then it means that you don't have to grow so much stuff Etc. Etc. Look, repotting something is quite simple. So at the moment they're in, I don't know how, how big these pots are, but they're sort of like small pots. And what I want to do is I want to get them in medium or large sized pots because it's just going to be one of those things where, you know, they're going to grow to a certain size and you'll probably get six aubergines off each aubergine plant. So this is, oh, it's raining now. Ugh. So the simplest thing to do is I've got some uh, compost in, in here. And the simplest thing to do is you get a, this must be a, I don't know, a 10 or a 12 inch pot probably, don't know, 
took it off the side, looks big enough. So you just fill it up with compost. It's quite simple, so I'll do a bit of that. Compost filling. I use one pot to pick up the compost and shove it in the bigger pot. That way you don't get your hands quite so mucky. They will be mucky, but not as mucky. Because to be honest, the stuff under your fingernails will be there for days. Right, so just shake that down a bit. You don't need to compress it too much because it'll be too tight. Then you get the pot from the aubergine and you just sort of make a hole for it. So you dig it out a little bit, make a hole for the pot. Because then what happens is if the hole is the size of the pot, then you just tip out Mr. Aubergine, uh, which we will do. Here he is. And pop him in without disturbing his roots. There, perfect. He's exactly the right size. And in he pops. There we go. So I've got three of those plants, and that will give me more than enough aubergines, to be honest. And I'm just going to do a little uh, label so I know what it is. So this one I'm going to call Victoria's aubergine. It's not called that. My friend's called Victoria, so I know it came from her when it doesn't grow. Right, so I've got three of those to do, so I better get on with it. Right, aubergine's done. Outside, this door's... This uh, greenhouse door's flapping in the wind. So, how to fix a greenhouse door? You see, it's got... Ah, oh, there's the problem. So if you've got a greenhouse, you'll find that the runners get clogged up with soil and stones, and then they can't run on the runners, and then they become unattached, uh, and then you have to reattach them. That almost works. And there we go. One greenhouse door fixed. Now it's time to deal with my hairy bushes. The tomato plant just needs a trim. Um, right, back in the greenhouse because it's now tipping with rain. I'm sorry, I'm a fair weather gardener. I can't be bothered, for God's sake. Really? Not going out in that. So the tomato plant has got really hairy and there's some very big bushes and bits and pieces. So you've got to be a bit, got to be a bit harsh. It, it's supposed to be anything that isn't a sort of main sort of leaf or something and you're supposed to you know get all the all the extra bits off and, and sometimes it's a bit dispiriting taking things off because you think oh no i lose my tomatoes but actually it's good for it shouldn't get too hairy and in fact i've probably got too much foliage on here anyway and i haven't been harsh enough and meanwhile it's sort of tipping over it's so blooming heavy so what i probably need to do is get some bigger stakes in and then just prop them up a bit because otherwise they're going to fall over they also need a water <laughs> they drink a lot of water these tomatoes and the thing is if you don't water them properly you will end up with no tomatoes which will be very boring but if you don't eat it i'll just get a bamboo stick because that's kind of the best way i mean one of the things you can do i've noticed people doing like triangles so then you keep the whole and keep the whole tomato plant in this sort of triangular thing and that might be the best thing to do here because it's just getting a little bit out of control to be honest looking neat already then. I might do a triangle actually, because then I can just keep the tomato in it. Let's do that. I don't know, innovate as we go. These bamboo sticks. My brother and I, years ago, when we were children, we used to fight with them. God, they can inflict a lot of damage. If I do these and then just get some garden twine and just tape it together. So, Barnaby, stop eating! My dog <laughs> just nicks all the stuff out. Nom, nom, nom. Thing is, if you get some garden twine and then you just... So I've got this, like, triangle of canes. And then 
it just makes everything easier just to manage and maintain. Almost looks like I know what I'm doing. Well, at least it's out of the way now a bit, but it's, they're just a bit unruly, these tomato plants. But we're beginning to get some green fruit coming along uh, to them. These are the ones in the greenhouse. And the thing is that if you have that, then it's almost time to give them a feed. The thing is that I would normally feed them whenever you see the first hint of uh, any kind of fruit, you should feed them, unless they're in a grow bag, which these indoor ones are. And if they're in a grow bag, you don't want to double feed them because they have six weeks of feed. So see how they get on. I might take this whole leaf off. Oh, that branch. It's got a couple of little flowers on, but sometimes you've just got to be, you've got to be firm, to be fair. There's too much foliage on it. And they get a bit sick if they have too much foliage. Cause Barnaby, st no, 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 no. Have you worked out that Barnaby's quite naughty? Anyway, I would say every two weeks you have to get your scissors out and just have a little snip of your tomato plants because otherwise the amount of growth that they do, even, even in a couple of weeks, is absolutely extraordinary. And you've just got to keep a, a gentle grip of it. No! Barnaby's wanting to help now. No help at all. Right. Okay, these are looking better. Right, so I've now got a pile of leaves. Let's go outside and get rid of that, shall we? And then I can tell you about the dreadful devastation and sadness. It's like a bereavement I've got to tell you about. Anyway, let's go. Get rid of these leaves and then I can break the bad news to you. Oh my god, it's not just wind, it's a gale. Logan put on the way. That's pretty cool. Got a massive heap of stuff to be burned. It could be reckless to burn it today. Quite fun, but reckless. Yeah, I've got Logan Bridge on the way, and they're just beginning to turn colour. The problem is, birds keep coming and blooming, having a nibble. So we've got to probably put some netting up shortly. Oh, is that a ripe one down there? No, not... Oh, no. One side is ripe, the other side not. They're nearly... Logan Bridge are a cross between a blackberry and a raspberry. Really prolific, fantastic, great for jam. They're quite tart. Great for jam. Right, come with me, and I'll admit what's gone wrong. Right, I'm now in the vegetable patch. And I can admit to you that a little while ago I planted some sweet corn and I built up a whole flower bed and everything. And what I seem to have successfully done is grow the biggest pile of weeds imaginable. So it hasn't worked. And I think sometimes when you plant stuff, I mean, everybody said to me, oh, plant it indoors uh, and then take them out. And I said, no, it said you can plant it outside. Well, whether the seeds were old, whatever happened, just didn't work. So that is a disaster. And uh, it hasn't worked at all. So now what I've got to do is I've got to weed the whole bed and the strawberries, which have been over inundated. Uh, Stanley, get out. Stanley's rooting for potatoes. Loved potatoes. They shouldn't eat potatoes. So I've just got weeds everywhere. So there is no alternative. I'm just going to have to weed the whole bed and start over. And when I say start over, so I've actually bought some uh, sweet corns um, from the local garden centre, and I'm going to pass them off as my own. Well, they, they are once they're planted, they're mine. But there's a huge amount of weeding to be done between now and then. Oh. So, um, yeah, better get to it. Oh, God, this is... This is bad. Oh, 
never gets like this in a professional's garden, does it? Oh, if you're anything like me, the weeds have just got completely out of control. Ow! Completely out of control. So I put the gloves on. Ugh. And just trying to weed out the strawberry bed. It's, it's just in the last two weeks. I watered them. And now they've gone mad. And it's filled with bindweed. And nasty things. If I want to get any strawberries at all, there are quite a few on there, quite a few berries, I just got to clear it out. Ugh. God, this is dull. It's even, I don't know whether it's more dull for you to listen to or me to do. Right, leave me to it. So the next thing to do, whilst I've got most of the weeds out, is you've got to prepare the bed again. Uh, it's so boring because you've got to pick out all the big stuff, which are kind of done avoiding the nettles. Because the nettles, even though I'm wearing gloves, uh, the nettles can sting through. God, there's so much of this stuff just everywhere. Some progress. Oh dear. Everywhere. Maybe what grows in just a few weeks. Anyway, trusty hoe is out. So now it's time to prepare the bed again. No sign of a single blooming. bind or whatever you bell end or whatever you want to its roots can start hatching so if you get a bit vicious with it and chop its roots up into lots of pieces fuck me there's fucking bell bind fucking everywhere Ugh. Ugh. very soon i'm gonna need a cup of tea this is exhausting anyway at least the soil slightly some while because then I'll prepare the bed and then it'll just be a question of popping the new plants in and hoping no one notices that I've cheated. Did I just tell you that I've cheated? Oh well. Whatevs! Oh by the way, if you've got any questions do get in touch. Uh, you can uh, tweet me at hashtag dirty fingers or send me a message at the James Max on Twitter. I think uh, at dirty fingers pod where you'll find us you can follow us and all that sort of stuff be delighted to have you on board and also uh, next time we might concentrate on flowers and roses and things I haven't really done many of those it's been very kind of on out of breath this weeding stuff oh so boring anyway uh, hopefully you found this entertaining and interesting if so do tell your friends if not keep it to yourself and until next time get your fingers dirty So I guess uh, to finish uh, for today, it's time to water everything. Um, 
so cool. Right, so into the greenhouse. And uh, just talk you through everything that's just been watered. So that's tomatoes uh, in a nice big pot. Tomatoes in a little pot. Uh, yeah, quite damp already, so they're okay. Just a little, little refresher. Little... These are uh, the uh, tomatoes which are in a grow bag. I don't really agree with grow bags, but sometimes they're convenient. If you keep them well watered, they're all right. You do drink a lot of water, these tomatoes. You have to try and keep them healthy. And then I've got some other tomatoes. So what have I got here? Divinity tomato that I repotted into a big pot. That's doing really well. Pomodoro cherry. So that was from uh, Stephen next door. That's also doing really well. Now it's been repotted. It was a bit knackered before. Not because he gave it to me in a knackered condition, but just because it, it struggled. Because it was outside for a couple of days. It probably shouldn't have been. Now I'm back in the greenhouse. What's this one? Something. Uh, this one, rainbow tomato. Oh, yes, I just repotted that one. It's looking a bit sorry for itself, but now it's got nice water in a new pot. That'll be all right soon. And we've got cucumbers here. They drink a lot of water. So anything that you have under glass, whether it's on your windowsill, whatever, particularly at this time, if they've got fruits on them, water them a lot. A lot of water. Even the strawberries, which are almost finished in the greenhouse, just as the ones outside begin to start. Uh, we've probably got you know, another pound or two of tomato, uh, strawberries come from there. So, a little water. And then the things that I just repotted, these aubergines from my friend Victoria. Make sure they have a nice water. Uh, got some more tomatoes that need doing. Cucumbers, by the way, bonkers. They are going wrong. I've got so many cucumbers. Anybody got any ideas other than cucumber sandwich, sandwich or cucumber salad, or just a salad with cucumber in it, as to what to do with cucumbers, do let me know. Oh, and then I've had this lettuce that I grew from seed. Remember the Marks and Spencer's one? Well, I keep chopping off the leaves and the new ones keep growing. Beautiful. It's a present that keeps on giving. Thanks, Marks and Spencer. One or two little tomatoes still in their things here. A few geraniums just hanging over from things that we haven't planted yet. Oh, there's the aubergines. Not too much water going in there. Oh, they're not going to be happy. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. There we go. Right. And those are some cuttings there from uh, the rosemary bushes that I took. Oh, wash that down. Yep, 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 yep. And, uh, well, there we go. I guess until the next time, keep on gardening. Oh, well, thanks, Stanley. So, Stanley the Spaniel and Barnaby the Bassett Fove, they say thank you very much indeed, as do I, James Max, for listening to Dirty Fingers the gardening podcast which gets you gardening apparently until next time don't forget to subscribe by the way and do tell your friends and if you've got a question or maybe you've got some pictures that you'd like Stanley if you've got some pictures you'd like to send get in touch via the social media at the James Max so from my garden to yours cheerio for now